0: That's it. That's the message. Let's talk about it with author, pastor, and radio host, Andrew Farley on Steve Brown, etc.
1: He's, he's an old white guy, an author, broadcaster, and seminary professor who's sick of religion. And he's brought friends. Please welcome Steve Brown, etc. etc.
0: We are so glad you're here. In case you're wondering, I'm the aforementioned old white guy, and all of us have voted, and we have decided that you have a place at our table. Matthew Porter is here. Matthew says that his kids get... (laughs) You kids getting braces is God's way of saying you're never going to get that motorcycle. (laughs)
2: It's becoming more evident every day. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. And our producer Jeremy is in the little glass booth. I don't want to say Jeremy's grasp of scripture is shaky, but he did ask for no spoilers on season three of the Chosen.
1: <laughs>
0: did, I, did I tell you that at my birthday, Mary Magdalene, did I tell y'all yeah, yeah, on the she wished did. me a happy birthday? I would have preferred you the mother it. of Jesus.
1: Yeah, you threw it away. Yeah, they had to send it again. That's
0: true. <laughs> I mean, the people had Chosen thought it would be really cool to have a prostitute wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> If they loved me, they would have instead used Mary, the mother of there Jesus. Just saying. Our one-man IT department, John Myers, is in the deck bunker. John fixes everything around here, including the toilet yesterday. And I think he was kidding when he first told us, have you tried turning it off and on (laughs) and dr george bingham is the president of key life george practiced the fruit of the spirit this week by not reminding his friends up north about the temperatures down here in florida (laughs) patience (laughs) yeah it it really is hard man i love to talk to people in iowa And uh, just say, man, I'm so sorry. Sorry. I think I'm going to go swimming. (laughs) And then Kathy White, of course, is the soft feminine side of the program. Look for Kathy's new line in home decor, inspired by the imprecatory psalms. Imagine the compliments you'll get on your cross-stitch throw pillow reading, Oh God, break the Teeth in their mouths and such. <laughs> I would,
2: Matthew. I would display that. Well, <laughs> Matthew, Matthew. Conversation started. Yeah, we're
0: working. Yeah. Listen, you're getting better at that. I, I don't do. I don't take credit when they're funny, and I don't take blame when they're not. Matthew, our executive producer, writes those for us, and uh, you've done good. Well, thank you, sir. Andrew Farley is one of our favorite people. He's the president of the Grace Message and serves as lead pastor of the Grace Church in Texas. He's also a best-selling author of nine books, including The Grace Message, The Naked Gospel, that's Christian porn, and (laughs) Twisted Scripture. He also hosts The Grace Message, a live call-in radio program, airing nights across the country. And Matthew and I were talking, uh, Andrew, before the broadcast, and he said, yeah. "What man, this guy does a lot of stuff. I want to know, is he a bad pastor or a bad husband or a bad father? <laughs> Something's got to give. Something's got to give here. Somewhere. Spill the tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just a bad person, Steve. <laughs> yeah. And that brings us to what you're about. You know, bad people teach grace clearly because, well, obviously, because we know we can't make it. Good people are the ones that are the legalists and the the Pharisees and the self-righteous, but not us. We know we're bad. Now, We decided to make this program a counseling session because we feel sorry for your wife and your (laughs) congregation, and we're going to fix you. And by the time you get finished with this hour, you will be a better father, a better pastor, (laughs) And a better husband. And if you okay, bullied, <laughs>
3: just one question: Are you going to charge me as an individual or a couple?
1: <laughs>
0: well, you. As many roles we're going to charge you, you. Listen, George won't let us do it for free. <laughs> but uh, Andrew, uh, I I really am. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff, and I was just kidding about all of that. But you do have your finger in a lot. Of, is your talk show daily?
3: Yeah, it's uh, five days a week and, and on Sunday, Steve.
0: Can't you rest on Sunday? Somebody said you probably ought to. I think <laughs> well, it was God.
3: Word on the street is I'm Jewish. I'm resting on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: At works. least Seventh-day
3: Adventist. There you go.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and um, you, uh, what is BibleQuestions.com?
3: Well, it is actually our our newest tool. It's been out about uh, eight months or so. Uh, Basically, you can ask any question in 95 languages, and you're going to get your answer in 10 seconds or less. Uh, It's a new AI tool that we employed. And Steve, I got to tell you, I mean, there's people from uh, China getting their answers in Mandarin. There's people from the Middle East getting their answers in Arabic. Uh, People from all over the world are getting Bible answers really quick at uh, BibleQuestions.com.
0: And you use artificial intelligence to do all of this? Don't you know that's a devil?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to be punished for it, but uh, (laughs) we're helping people in the meantime. That is so so
0: good. Uh, And and such a great use of of that particular tool. Do you It's all about grace, isn't it?
3: A hundred percent. I think the whole gospel is the gospel of grace. I do
0: too. I really do. And I think when people compromise that, they don't just compromise a few rules. They compromise the very message that we have to give to the world, a message without kickers. And one of the reasons you're my hero is because you've never compromised on that you've always been clear and I suspect have received a good deal of criticism for it. Do you? Oh yeah.
3: I mean, just like you over the years, I know, I mean, people start saying, well, you're, you're a law hater. You're anti-nomian. You're this, you're Mm -hmm. that. And it's just like, no, actually what I'm saying is the grace of God is what teaches us to live an upright life. And, uh, we can really trust God's grace. God's grace is not going to cause you to sin more Uh, It's actually going to cause you to realize how loved and forgiven and righteous you are in Jesus, and and that's going to lead you to think clean and act clean, not the opposite.
0: That's true. That's how I became a spiritual giant. (laughs) You know, you you and I have been doing this for a long time, me a lot longer than you, and uh, there was a time in the ministry I have when I thought it was a stupid thought that I was the only one. I, there was a time when I thought, you know, nobody's saying this, and somebody's got to say it. Now there were a lot of people saying it, and I recognize. I had a friend uh, in West Virginia who said, after he became a Christian, he went up on a mountain and looked out over this little town and said, "They're all lost. They're all wrong." They're all and I said, What did God say? And he said he laughed at me. So <laughs> I get that part. But there really is a movement in this direction, isn't there? And it's nationwide and worldwide. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I noticed the difference now from 15 years ago. I mean, I remember being on social media 15, 20 years ago, uh, just when it was launching and there were little pockets of you know 50 and 100 people here and there talking about God's grace and and now it's in the tens of thousands hundreds of thousands that are united and 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 trying to get together and find each other and uh you know whether it's home church or organized church there's a lot of pockets of people that are starting to notice the difference uh there's a ton of stuff in the bible belt that's not in the bible and uh <laughs> when you start discerning the difference Oh, man, it changes everything.
0: It really does. In fact, I kind of think that we're sitting on top of an awakening. I, uh, I see elements of that. Every, it, it's dark. I mean, it really is dark. Uh, and it's darker than most of us think it is because we live in denial. But in the darkness, the light is beginning to flicker and change and shine and I think we're going to we're going to see something really really big happening, and it's not going to be the way we think it is either. It's not going to be like yeah. old awakening. It's going to be different. Right.
3: And yeah, an I mean, it's irrit- you you, you, Go you, ahead. Yeah. You, well, you look back. I mean, look at the apostles and the early church. What they were jazzed about. What you, know, you talk about a revolution. I mean, that was the first one, and uh, they weren't jazzed about self improvement. They weren't jazzed about legalism. They weren't jazzed about, uh, you know, joining the local country club and trying to be a better person. Uh, They were jazzed about the message of the cross and the resurrection. And that's what I think is missing. I mean, today it seems like. In the mega church culture, you got a horse on stage, you got a Harley going down the center aisle. People are entertained, <laughs> but they're not instructed, and that's what we need to get back to is really teaching God's
0: grace. Oh, man. We're talking with Andrew Farley, and he's fun to be with because he really gets this message. And the awakening is going to be different. Frankly, it irritates me that God would use tattoos tattooed uh motorcycle gang members and prostitutes and winos and drunks to bring in an awakening he wouldn't do that would he
2: Hey, thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, chances are your friends and family would too, right? So help us spread the word by sharing a link, clicking subscribe on YouTube, and if you think about it, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're pretty much everywhere. Hey, is there one called Podblaster? I mean, it feels like there should be, right? But like no E in Blaster. Just Blaster. Blaster. Anyway, that's how the colons do it.
0: Hi, this is Steve Brown, and in case you didn't know, one of the main reasons Key Life exists is to remind believers that God isn't mad at his children. Why am I telling you this? Because our weekly email, Key Life Connection, takes the best of the videos, articles, and puts them right in your inbox. We'd love for you to try it. It's free. Go to keylife.org slash subscribe. joining us. uh, We're hanging out with pastor and author Andrew Farley.
1: Andrew, uh, a few weeks ago we had our friend um, Richard Pratt on the program. Are you familiar with Richard and Third Millennium Ministries?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I know the name. I don't know a lot about him Yeah,
1: well, it's interesting as I listen to you talk about, you know, this tremendous outreach and everything. Um, you know, Richard does that, and Third Mill does that by making seminary available to anybody around the world that wants it for free. Um, and when we were talking to him, we uh, one of us I don't remember who anyway asked the question. You know, where did where did this idea come from? Where'd you get this idea from? And so, um, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, where did this idea come from for yeah, you?
3: Yeah, well. I mean, i the Bible I'm, question
1: the, thing because that yeah. reminded me immediately anybody can log on at any time and find out anything they want to know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I started reading uh, news stories on AI. I knew it was going to be a, a big thing. It's going to be big for the next decade. I mean, as we're trying to figure out, uh, uh, yesterday I heard a news story about somebody being swindled through AI. And then, you know, last week I heard about the, uh, uh, somebody being helped through AI. So, I mean, it's a debate, right? It's back and forth and yeah. people are trying to figure out where all this fits in. And I just thought, well, if this technology is here, why not leverage it for the kingdom and get some good stuff out there? And uh, so this robot can give an answer in 10 seconds or less. And there's somebody who needs an answer in Swahili today. As they're inquiring about Jesus. And, uh, you know, the same goes for China, where you're not supposed to ask too many questions in public. And uh, you got Russia and the Ukraine and the Middle East. I mean, we're getting questions from all over the world. And I just love that uh, it's that easy. So the idea really came just from seeing AI take off. And then I thought, well, how could we use this for good?
0: Mm-hmm. Andrew, do you have a way? I, you know, I don't know if I. I don't know if I trust a robot to answer <laughs> adequately and yeah. in an orthodox and biblical way the questions people ask. How do you oversee the robot not becoming a heretic? <laughs> Well, first
3: of all, the robot is a good Presbyterian. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that yeah.
0: explains
1: it.
3: <laughs> uh, no, we, we have done, a, you know, eight months of programming on this. So it's got our nine books in there. Uh, it's got the Bible in there. We've shut off uh, certain avenues and channels of information that are Uh, you know, going to lead you down the wrong path. So basically over about eight months, and we'll continue to refine it every week. We, you know, find a question we want to tweak a little bit or whatever, Uh, but we've been refining it for about eight months now. And uh, so when you go to biblequestions.com, you're definitely going to get a grace-based answer. Um, And it's not going to Lead you in a different direction. It's pointing you straight to Jesus and straight to
0: the gospel. Oh man, that's so good. Well, and and just following up
3: on you, you're talking about it, people having access to it all over the world. Are you
0: noticing particular areas internationally? you're seeing a lot of activity and interest beyond, you know, the U.S. and North America?
3: Yeah, yeah. I would say two big places. I mean, we get a lot of traffic from the Philippines. We get a lot of traffic from India. Uh, So it's been really interesting. I mean, you know, you got South America with Spanish, and that's a huge window, a huge uh, gateway to a lot of people. And then, you know, India, the, the population of India is ginormous. And just to be able to reach them, Uh, so uh, the Philippines for the last decade, I I can't even put my finger on it, but whether it's our website or our app users or our email uh, list or whatever, we have had a contingent from the Philippines that is just always there. And I think they're
2: really hungry for the gospel of grace.
0: Hmm. Oh man. I imagine you,
2: Andrew, you guys look over the questions that are asked, kind of call through and see where things are trending. I wonder, are there any questions that tend to bubble up to the top most or are there questions that you get more from this country or that country than, than elsewhere? Is there any kind of preponderance?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think this will shock you, but uh, basically the number one symptom out there seems to be fear and worry. And so, you know, uh, can I lose my salvation? Have I messed this thing up? Uh, is God mad at me? You know, I had a divorce. I got remarried. Am I living in adultery now? Is Jesus mad? You know, this sort of fear and and guilt and uh, worry, I would say, is pretty pervasive. And so, Uh, you know, there's 10 flavors of it. Uh, Mm. but people are basically asking, am I still okay with God? I'm a believer I'm in Christ, but you know, something happened, something in my journey tripped me up or whatever. And now I wonder, is God done with me? Am I all washed up? So so that's Mm. the number one question.
0: Do you, uh, do you follow up? Do you listen? Do you hear things? after a question has been answered and a point has been given that is life-changing? Do you get stuff back from people that say, you know, thank you, you changed my life kind of stuff?
3: Yeah, I mean, first, uh, when the the answer's given on BibleQuestions.com, you you can ask a follow-up, you can ask for clarification, you can ask Mm. more and more, but... On top of that, you know, sometimes that very night after the question is asked uh, or sometimes even after a month of being saturated in our resources, uh, people will say, hey, I've been a Christian my whole life, Um, you know, 57 years old or 72 years old. And man, I got to tell you, I grew up in a bunch of legalism. I knew I was going to heaven someday, but I was pretty sure that God was ticked off at me, and this has really helped me. Thank you. you you've inspired me. You've encouraged me. And so, I mean, we're getting those from all over the place. I, I know you guys do too. I mean, that's that's the benefit and really the privilege of being able to share this message of grace.
0: You know, another side benefit, I've often winced at the message uh, Joe Pagan and Jane Sinek receive from the church when it's a message of this is a moral improvement society and we're going to make you good like us. Uh, and I suspect the overheard message by those who are not believers is powerful and amazing. Do you ever, you ever encounter uh, people who are clearly unbelievers? don't want to believe or mad at you for even saying this? And how do you deal with that?
3: Well, actually, I do get some uh, very different messages from unbelievers like, hey, you know what? Every time I've ever been in church, I just feel like they're coming down on me. They're talking down. They're criticizing me. They're judging me. So thank you for having a different message. And, I, you know, my my thought on that is that we're opening the door to show people the love of God, the grace of God. Look, there's, there's punishment for an unbeliever, no question, but look at God's open arms. And, you know, people criticize easy believism. Well, I got to tell you, that's what the gospel really is. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And then he said, whoever believes in me will not perish. So it's supposed to be easy. And that's why people miss it when they're trying so hard.
0: Oh, man, if it weren't easy, I couldn't do it. (laughs) And the older I get, the more I realize that. Uh, Just lay back and say, okay, I I can run with that. Hey, we're talking about the gospel. The good news, don't go anywhere.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, would you help us let others know about it? You can share a link, click subscribe on our YouTube channel, or drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks much.
0: Hi, this is Steve Brown, and I'm excited to tell you about a new offer from Key Life called Living with Steve. Let me tell you the way it works. I travel with you wherever you go. If you need an entertaining conversation or even a sermon, there I am. That's the good news. The bad news is that it costs a million bucks. (laughs) But wait, there's good news. You can get everything I've just described with the Key Life app. And for a limited time, it's not a million dollars. It's free. Try it now at keylife.org slash app. Thanks for being here. We understand that taking an hour out of a busy life is a compliment if you give that hour to us, and we consider it exactly that. Uh, We're talking to pastor and author Andrew Farley, and you can keep up with him at Andrew Farley. Farley is spelled F-A-R-L-E-Y. And if you can't spell Andrew, you shouldn't even listen. AndrewFarley.org. The and, yeah. and on social media, it's Dr. Andrew Farley.
2: Well, Dr. Andrew Farley, uh, you've got a lot of yeah. questions heading your way from BibleQuestions.com to your uh, six-day-a-week live radio show. We all love radio, but live is a special, yeah, special is. animal on its own. Uh, you must have gotten some wild questions or must have some just out there stories of folks who have called in. You're like, well, I'm going to tab that one away. Thank you for that. Uh, Regale us. Regale us with some uh, anecdotes, if you would.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, first you got to have those questions about flat earth. Uh, People are asking all the time. This is not Art Bell. I heard that 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 the flat earth thing is, is, growing around the whole globe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> George, I,
3: I keep telling them they just need to have their convention at the edge. And not prove it. Just put the camera right over the edge. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we get the flat earthers who are saying, "Farley, why won't you teach what the scripture teaches no, no. that the earth is flat?" <laughs> and uh, you know, to that, I guess I said because I've been in an airplane, I've watched a ship, <laughs> I've watched a ship uh, go out to sea over the horizon.
0: Andrew, but, um, you, you made that up, didn't you? No, You're no, really, people. Happens. Oh man.
3: Oh yeah, I'm talking five times a year. See, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Like clockwork. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, tell me about uh, the Nephilim having sex and, oh. you know, uh, demon babies. And, you know, could you go into the th- your theology of demon babies for me? And that's right. always fun, right? We're uh, going to ask know what I'm you that about? in
0: the final segment, so be prepared to answer.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, listen, there's there's a tiny little passage in Genesis about how, you know, the sons of God and the daughters of men, and they come down, and I think it's so simple, comes down from a hillside uh, into the Valley, but people interpret that as aliens or demons mm-hmm. having a relation. It's crazy. Uh, but, uh, we get that. And then, um, uh, I mean, what else can I tell you? Oh, one time, no joke, uh, a, a woman calls up and, and, and it says on the screen, uh, financial advice and the question live, live radio, oh, you know, no. can't stop it. Once she starts, you can't stop it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. she says, uh, yeah, uh, Andrew, I-, I have a question. I put a down payment on uh, a woman's bike. Right now I'm riding a men's bike, and the bar <laughs> is just too high. And I was wondering <laughs> if you think I should go ahead and follow through with buying the women's bike. Or not.
0: I hope you didn't answer in the th- with the thoughts you had with that question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you call
3: screener.
0: <laughs> yeah, you need so a better call screener.
3: Yeah, yeah. The screen, all it said was financial <laughs> advice. But you know yeah. what? That woman is now riding around with joy in her heart. There you go. Know, no, no bar. No bar to worry about.
0: Changed that. her life. That was a pretty <laughs> Which all problems were that uh, uh, easily. Uh, pro- Do people uh, call you on purpose to, to, um, to, to mess pull, with me? Yeah, to mess with your your brain.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I had these kids out of New York, they called uh, three times in a row, three nights in a row. And they said that their grandma had passed away, but that she'd come back to life in their apartment. And then they would hit hit the hit the music. And she would start singing in the background. And they would say, Grandma, you're back. And, And it took my call screener three nights to figure out who they were and to cut them off.
2: Oh, my goodness
0: uh you know what we are doing in this segment talking about really crazy things and laughing about them is a surprise to a lot of unbelievers they don't they they don't think we think those things are funny because we're as weird as they are but as a matter of fact the laughter is the sign of jesus presence I really believe that and i think the And we get criticized for laughing too much on this or in a church or in a serious place. And in fact, if there's no laughter, Jesus has turned off the microphone and left the building. So what you have to be careful about is demeaning. Do you ever just want to say you're an idiot? And you have to...
3: <laughs> Absolutely. But, it, you know, with the Holy Spirit and a few oxen, I'm able to hold back. Uh, well, but, yeah, I mean, you're right, man. With the freedom we have in Christ, we should be having fun. Uh, I'm having a blast. I got lots of pastor friends that have come to know God's grace, and we joke around all the time. Uh, that's the way it's supposed to be. Christians should be having more fun than anybody else.
0: That's true. I agree. I have a friend who says the smudge is on the inside of the church as we put our nose against the window and wish we could be out there when in fact the smudge should be on the other side of the church with unbelievers looking inside and wishing they could be a part of it. As an aside, I had a talk show, but different than you, the Holy Spirit didn't restrain me and <laughs> <laughs> I said you're an idiot <laughs> you know you can't do that very often and get good ratings and so uh, finally the thing burned and died but it was fun
2: it was fun while I went. <laughs> oh
0: man saying you're an idiot you have to repent later but it feels good <laughs> when you do it <laughs> guys we're gonna back out cause this is really hard work we're gonna rest up and then like Jesus we're coming back.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, chances are your friends and family would too, right? So help us spread the word by sharing a link, clicking subscribe on YouTube. And if you think about it, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify—we're pretty much everywhere. Hey, is there one called Podblaster? I mean, it feels like there should be, right? But like no e in blaster, just blaster, blaster. Anyway, that's how the Colons do it.
3: When Christ promised we could live life to the full, He didn't just mean eventually in heaven, because Jesus didn't come to save us from our humanity, but to restore it—life with a capital L. Find it now on KeyLife.org/store.
2: What if you could start your day by hanging out in God's Word and with some of the most significant theologians, authors, and pastors ever? That's the idea behind the one-year devotional, God With Us. Find it now on keylife.org slash store.
0: Hey, we're so glad you're here. Uh, By the way, if you haven't yet subscribed to the weekly Key Life email, you're missing out. So while you're thinking about it, go to keylife.org slash subscribe. It's not that great, but it's free.
1: (laughs) What? And so if you
0: don't like it, just keep it to yourself. Easily worth twice the price. That's right. (laughs)
2: Uh, Andrew, in addition to the things we have, uh, already covered and talked about, uh, you have a podcast, um, and it's different than like a lot of podcasts. Would you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah. I mean, first, okay. So we got a few podcasts. I don't want to confuse anybody, but we got the grace message podcast, which is our radio show. And then we got the good call, which is like one call from the radio show. So we're picking the best calls the most important topics or whatever. So that's the good call. And then just this year only, we worked with Pray.com and we created a new podcast that is a limited number of episodes. It's 86 episodes and it's called The Heartbeat of Faith. And uh, this is so cool because basically it's all of the central ideas of the gospel and all of the truths of scripture kind of spanning over 86 episodes, and there's uh, dramatic actors, there's music, uh, there's scenes from the Bible. So uh, I get to do a teaching segment, but it's all couched in a lot of drama. Uh, so uh, it's called The Heartbeat of Faith, and it's kind of like a journey through the Bible, uh, hitting all the highlights of what we believe and why we believe it. Things like uh, salvation and grace and the Holy Spirit and everything that uh, the Bible's talking about as it points us to Jesus.
0: Oh man, do you, where can somebody get information? Do, do they go to the Grace Church website or is there a website where they can get information on all these things that you're doing?
3: Yeah. So wherever you're getting your podcast, if you're getting it from iTunes, uh, if you're getting it, uh, you know, there's 10 different places uh, you can get your podcast. Uh, Folks know where they're pulling from. And when you search for heartbeat of faith on iTunes, for example, uh, when you when you search for the good call, uh, when you search for the grace message, it's going to pop right up. And you can watch it wherever you're getting your other podcasts. So we're actually on dozens of platforms.
0: Oh, man. Now, but where can somebody find out all the stuff that you offer, which would be a step before that step?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go to andrewfarley.org, and you'll see everything there. Uh, Just look for, you know, type in my name, andrewfarley.org, and you'll see... uh, everything we've got in terms of books and radio shows and podcasts and uh, every resource on our website is free. So check it out at andrewfarley.org.
0: Okay. Now, just so everybody knows, uh, Matthew um, is uh, got his laptop on and he is Mm -hmm. on the website. He's in contact with the robot. So and with its artificial intelligence. Does
1: the robot have a name?
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: Albert? Albert. 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 Okay. Is oh. talki- we'll call it Albert. Yes. Okay. Matthew Isn't- is
0: talking to Albert, and what we're going to do <laughs> is we're going to ask you a question. Then we're going to see if Albert agrees, and if he doesn't, we're going to discuss why you would disagree with all of the accumulated intelligence for all of history. Yeah. Uh and but we'll get into that. So um uh, Well somebody's gotta give me a question and I'll type it in. In
2: the meantime, I wrote when does Andrew Farley sleep? I already broke your robot. It didn't have an answer. <laughs> that so means you don't. this is all falling apart. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's got a who's got a theological question? Somebody.
0: Well let's start with a softball. Is God mad at me?
2: Is God mad at me? Ooh. And Andrew? the robot says no, no, no. No, we want to know Andrew. Andrew first. Oh, and okay. then we do the yeah, robot. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah, okay. So so Jesus said, I didn't come to judge the world, but to save the world. Uh, and, you know, if you if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So we're learning through Jesus that God is not mad at you. He wants none to perish. He wants all to believe. God so loved the world. So I'm going to say, no, God is not mad at you. He wants to save anyone
2: and everyone. The The robot says, actually, he's furious, bozo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Run, run (laughs) quickly. I will read.
2: I will read because the last sentence you said is actually the first sentence this robot says. No, God is not mad at you. In fact, God's love for you is unending and unconditional. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for your sins and to reconcile you to himself. And it goes on from there and very succinctly and very beautifully.
1: That's great. Awesome. Okay. That's okay. Really, so my question is a question about the Trinity. So my question is how can the Trinity be three separate entities at the same time that it is one?
2: You're going right for the the haymaker Oh there. my gosh. All All right. Right. Yeah,
3: so I'm I'm supposed to have the answer. Yeah. 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 You and know what? We'll, we'll 30 just 30
0: seconds or less. <laughs>
3: Well, how about how about this? My answer is I don't have the answer uh, because God and the nature of God. Look, I'm just some human being. Now, I can give you the age old analogies about water and ice and water vapor and all that, but it never goes far enough. It's never going to explain the mystery of God. So we're just going to have to embrace the three and the one. And I'm going to say
2: I don't have it figured out.
0: Well, that's not very helpful. Right. Well, Albert, let's see what, Albert, Albert, says. Let's see what says. Albert
2: says. The concept of the Trinity as three persons in one God is a profound mystery that can be challenging to fully comprehend. While it may be difficult for our finite minds to grasp, the Bible reveals that God is one being who exists eternally in three distinct persons the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And then following that is the water analogy. So, all right. Well, we'll the water analogy okay. doesn't
0: work. That's modalism, and that's You yeah. can't yeah. do that.
3: It yeah, <laughs> falls <say. laughs> short. It falls short. Steve,
1: and, don't mess with Albert.
3: <laughs> so Steve has already cast dispersions on my theological <laughs> understanding, <laughs> but I like to think of it in terms of cherry pie, in that there's uh-huh. one pie, and it's all cherry pie. When you cut up a slice, it's a piece of pie. But the runny inside is all... All schmooshing around anyway, so it's all the pie. But each piece is a piece of the pie. I don't know. You
0: know, wow, I don't think to blow that up. I know. I'm no. just gonna say.
1: I don't think Albert's gonna like that one either. This well, concept is
0: half baked. Uh, 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 ask Albert heresy. to compare the Trinity to cherry pie <laughs> <laughs> and see what that Albert says. That's,
3: exactly, that's heresy that'll make you hungry. Yeah. Yeah,
0: right. You know, <laughs> you know, actually, uh, Jeremy, that's really, a, a, I gotta think about that a little bit. You just like Jeremy but you that might. may do yeah. it. You're just like, come on. <laughs> It's, <laughs> it is hard to talk about the Trinity and do it for more than thirty seconds without committing some heresy somewhere. <laughs> totally. yeah. But that cherry pie just may pull a little listen, <laughs> what about uh, the question no, we don't have any. We're out of time.
2: You gotta try it yourself. How could Demon Baby
3: I'm, I'm doing
0: gonna find out? We never got to the Demon <laughs> Baby. That's the show title. <laughs> yeah, totally right. Andrew, you're fun and you're wise and God is using you in an amazing way. Thank you for taking some time to read with us. Hope we can do it again. I would love it. Thanks for having me, guys. I had a blast. Hey, guys, we're going to come back shortly and tell you who we're going to do it unto next week. And you're going to be absolutely amazed at the prowess with which our um, guests, uh, Queen has acquired uh, uh, the host. What? Where are you <laughs> going with this, counselor?
2: Hey, thanks for listening to Steve Brown, etc. And if you're enjoying the show, would you help us let others know about it? You can share a link, click subscribe on our YouTube channel, or drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks much. What if you could start your day by hanging out in God's Word and with some of the most significant theologians, authors, and pastors ever? That's the idea behind the one-year devotional, God With Us. Find it now on keylife.org slash store. This is Pete Owinson, and if you're a guy, I want to show you how to recover and reclaim
3: an intimate, growing relationship with your Heavenly Father. Check out, like father, like son, how knowing God as Father changes men. Available now at keylife.org slash store believer i want you to remember that where sin abounds grace does much more abound and you will run out of sin before god runs out of grace grace the real good news of the gospel find it now on keylife.org slash door
0: Sitting around uh, talking about the energy of the show is really high, and it was fun. There was a lot of laughter, and we learned a lot of things. And also, it is hopeful. We live in a culture that isn't very hopeful. I mean, if you watch television news, and I've just about given it up and uh, because I was suicidal after every newscast, and that's 24-7. And I can't deal with that. We live in a dark place. And there's very little that you see that gives you hope. And we gave you a bunch to give you hope today. Hope because there are people that are making a significant difference in our culture in ways that are creative and exciting and fun and point to Jesus. And it's not just Andrew. There are a lot of people doing that. And the little bits of light are beginning to come together across the country. And I genuine, genuinely believe that we are sitting on top of God doing something significant and profound, not only in our nation and Canada, but around the world. And when it happens, you've got to go with the flow. You've got to realize that if it smells like Jesus, even if it has tattoos, that you back off and you get out of the way and you say something profound and theological like, you go, Jesus. Get ready for it because I believe it's really coming. Maybe next week with our guest. Uh, who's next week? Probably sure. not. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Next week, next week we're going to have to we're going to need more than just artificial intelligence. Um, next week uh, is Philip Pliming, and he is um, from Great Britain, and his book is titled "The Apostle Paul's Hardship: Narratives and the Stories We Tell Today."
0: No, I probably won't do it. I mean, it'll be a great program. Absolutely. But but we probably won't see revival and awakening as a result.
1: Well, you never know.
0: You know, I was looking over that book this morning just a little bit. And that's going to be an interesting interview. It really is. Uh You know, we put a circle around Paul's head called the halo. And we are shocked when he's jealous when he's angry, when he admits his sin, when he says really things that you can't abide. So we'll talk about that next week. Well,
1: it's kind of nice to have great diversity from one week to the next. It yeah. really
0: is. So next week, join us, same time, same place. We'll be here. Jesus will be here, and you ought to show. Between now and then, don't do anything we wouldn't, and that gives you a wide, wide berth.